sometimes uh, farmers or ranchers or their advisors struggle a little bit with the softer side and some of the issues that really are the meat of what's holding up these, uh, these discussions. Hello, this is Craig Lester, Rural Roots Canada, where we amplify Canadian agriculture. We're at the Canadian Beef Industry Conference today, and we're talking with Eric Dalkey from Dalkey Law. Eric, how are you? Doing well, uh, Craig. How about yourself? Very good, thank you. It's been a great conference so far. Looks like it's been a great turnout. What's your thoughts? You know, uh, great turnout, uh, lots of uh, interesting discussions. I know uh, we've got a panel on uh, U.S.-Mexico-Canadian trade right now, and so it just looks like everybody's really engaged and uh, great to be here, great to be a part of it. So tell us a little bit about your background, uh, where you come from, and sort of your focus on succession on the farm. Sure. Uh, well, I have a law practice uh, in Calgary, a Dalkey Law Office, and I come from a farm background. So I grew up on a farm uh, feedlot and mixed farm in Mount Manitoba, and I practice primarily in the area of estate tax and succession planning for farmers. So I do a lot of uh, work with farm families just on uh, how to transition that business in a tax efficient way, how to have those discussions about wills, you know, some of those discussions that people don't necessarily want to have, uh, but are really important to ensure the continuity and the sustainability and the ongoing nature of their farming business. What are you hearing in your conversations today as you talk to all these ranchers and producers uh, from across the country? Well, you know, it's definitely a hot topic. I know uh, Farm Credit Canada did a talk uh, this afternoon on transition planning. Transition planning is on, on top of mind for for producers and with people that I talk to. Um, you know, they 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 know that obviously the uh, average age of farmer is upwards of 55 years of age, and the need to have those businesses transition from a ownership and an asset transition standpoint is becoming more and more important. As you have the younger generation coming into the business, you know, perhaps uh, working on the farm, but actually looking towards taking ownership of those businesses and actually taking on the leadership of those businesses. Uh, the folks that I'm talking to here today are really asking questions about, you know, how do I get it done from a tax standpoint? How do I get it done from a wills and estate standpoint? And how do I keep everybody happy in the family? Uh, and not have our fa farm succession discussion go to a dispute. So that's what I'm hearing from, uh, from folks that I talk to today. Now, we, you've had a lot of conversations today. We're talking about it right now, but this is one topic that is, doesn't seem to want to be top of mind for everyone that's on the farm sort of thing. How do you get that conversation started uh, with, with members of the family? Sure. Well, you know, it's funny. It's definitely a, a topic, I think, that's on everybody's mind, but that nobody wants to talk about, right? It's that whole issue about communication, communication, communication. How do we actually get uh, these conversations started so as to move the transition process forward? And, you know, it's a common thing that I'll recommend to clients is just do it, you know, just start those conversations. And the reason I say that is, you know, they're not easy conversations to have. They involve uh, questions of ownership, but they also involve questions of family and legacy. And some of the farms that I deal with and clients that I deal with are already on the third, fourth, fifth generation. Um, so there's a lot at stake for these families in, in their farm uh, planning discussions. But, you know, my recommendation typically is, you know, just get the conversation started, uh, do it at the dinner table, do it, you know, in the shop um, and just try to open the door by maybe asking some questions of your family members or if you're the younger generation you know what 
what sort of timeline am I looking at for the farm transition? What would I like to see? And if you're the older generation, it's similar questions. You know, what sort of uh, timelines are you looking at from a retirement standpoint, but also with your successors and succession plan? You know, when do you, uh, the, when does the younger generation want to take that on and, and asking those questions? So it's really just a matter of starting it, and then you can get the advisors involved, like the lawyers and the accountants, to help you uh, pro- facilitate and, and move along that succession pathway i hate to use a pun but you know in a lot of these discussions uh families do have beefs between uh, members of the family how do you get past that how do you get that conversation started if there is these issues well you know it's 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 uh sometimes you just have to cut through the fat you know at the end of the day and and uh really there can be some underlying issues for the family for sure Uh, i see that all the time with my clients is it's sometimes about the farm but it's sometimes about things other than the farm too and and sometimes what i find too is with uh, with clients if they can bring a third party in so an advisor like a lawyer like an accountant like a farm mediator sometimes is appropriate and just cut through that fat you know get get down to business and actually talk about some of the underlying issues that are maybe stalling that farm succession process we can talk about tax we can talk about wills we can do the technical stuff really well but sometimes uh, farm farmers or ranchers or their advisors struggle a little bit with the softer side and some of the issues that really are the meat of what's holding up these uh, these discussions so at the end of the day you know uh, just encourage my clients just do it start those conversations sometimes it's actually easier to have a tough conversation with somebody else in the room um, I heard an interesting uh, anecdote today from a presenter suggesting well I don't fight with my dad when we go to town to the restaurant and we have dinner together right this whole idea that that that, that I don't you know fight with my family in public necessarily um, again not suggesting that that's every family but sometimes having a third-party advisor in the room where you act can actually get into the meat of the discussion but also have a little bit of more formality around around the process can be really helpful for farm families that i deal with how often do you get into a conversation with a family and you get the idea that they may think that they're alone that they're the only people that have this problem but it's common one thing I would say to, to your listeners and, and, and my clients is you're definitely not alone. Uh, you know, these are common issues. I can't tell you how many times when I'm dealing with clients that the same issues keep coming up again and again and again. Maybe a little bit different depending on the family, depending on the dynamics, but questions about fairness. You know, what does it look like to d- divide the farm amongst farm and non-farming children? Questions about retirement. What is it going to take for the farm family and the, particularly the owners of the, of the farm in the senior generation to retire questions about tax questions about you know estate planning these questions are often very very similar and so one thing I would just reiterate for clients is you're not alone you know most farm families are facing uh, these issues and and I think that really adds sort of um, a bit of collegiality in the industry around the question I I think you know once farmers and ranchers realize that hey it's not uh, we don't operate in silos necessarily or their problem you know can't be siloed in the sense that they're alone Um, you know we're all dealing with this issue and my clients um, are all are all dealing with it in various stages of their transition journey we're at the Canadian beef industry conference for 2023 here in Calgary how do beef uh, and cow-calf operations and feedlot operations differ in their succession planning or any tips on that front uh, in regards to seeing how that should be carried out? 
Sure. Well, I think, you know, if you compare a grain farm to a feedlot or a cow-calf operation, I mean, in many ways they're similar, often have land bases of, you know, of, of several quarters of land uh, or perhaps more. Um, what's happening with land values creates an interesting succession discussion because effectively the farming and the non-farming children um, are sometimes a bit at odds or there's a question about, you know, how to divide that farmland value up. But I would say with cattle, um, obviously you, you often are carrying a pretty significant inventory load. So um, th that piece ar around it is a bit different from the grain farming when you're turning over on that inventory every year. So when we talk about a succession planning discussion around cow-calf pairs, for example, we need to be cognizant of certain tax rules and rollover rules um, that do or do not apply uh, in respect of certain farming assets, including inventory. Um, the other thing I would say for feedlots is you often have with feedlots a fairly concentrated operation on a smaller parcel of land. You can have one feedlot operating on a quarter section or one or two uh, quarter sections. When you're talking about dividing that asset, if a lot of your value is tied up in one piece of land, that can be a challenge uh, with farm and non-farm or between two farming siblings, for example, how to actually split that, uh, split that operation. You can't exactly take a feedlot and cut it in half or saw it in half. It's not that easy to do. So um, those discussions are definitely unique um, to the cattle business and things that, that we would definitely and that I work through with my clients when we talk about what transition looks like. Eric, is there anything you would like to add that I haven't asked you? You know, I, I just have to say uh, it's a great conference, a Canadian Beef Industry Conference, lots of interesting speakers, dynamic uh, discussions, and I'm just happy to uh, be here, be a part of it, and, uh, and chat with, uh, with farmers and ranchers about their succession planning uh, objectives. Thanks for your time, Eric. Thanks, Craig. For Rural Roots Canada, I'm Craig Lester, amplifying Canadian agriculture.